we thank you for the songs that have been sung, the prayers that have been prayed, an opportunity to worship you in giving. And now, as we come to the time to look into your word, we ask that we will fall upon the good soil of our hearts, that we will grow thereby. We thank you and honor you for it all in your son Jesus' name. Amen. We are now into our second episode of our series entitled, How to Be Thankful. How to Be Thankful. And our, my opening statement for today is this, the Holy Spirit enables us to be able to give thanks in all circumstances because God is with us. The more we give thanks, the more thankful we become. The more we give thanks, the more thankful we become. When we started down this journey of this series, How to Be Thankful, last week we discussed in episode one the potential of the recognition. The potential of the recognition. And this week in episode number two, we're going to talk about the practice of the repetition. The practice of the repetition. Our definitions are as follows. The first definition is gratitude. Gratitude is the state of being grateful. Our next word is thankful. Thankful is being conscious of the benefit received. Practice. Practice is frequently, repeatedly, or customary action. Habitual performance. A succession of acts of a similar kind. Repetition. Repetition is the act of repeating. A doing or saying again, or an iteration. We also have a couple of other words I wanted to add today. The word in. In is a preposition indicating situation or place with respect to surrounding, environment, encompassment, etc. And the last word for today is another preposition, for. For is a preposition indicating that in consideration of in view of or with reference to which anything is done or takes place. And we'll see how all that falls in in just a moment. Our scripture, we're going to be in 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, starting at the 11th verse. 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, starting at the 11th verse. We are going to be in the English Standard Version, and it says this, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. We ask you, brothers, to respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. And we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the, the, the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. 
See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Lord, we thank you for your word. We ask that it fall upon the good soul of our heart. In Jesus' name. I want to hit you with that last, last scripture. This is verse number 18 of 1 Thessalonians 5. It says, Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. The practice of the repetition. The practice of the repetition. It, is, it, is, it, it seems easy to be thankful for the good things in life. But it's difficult to be thankful for the harder events of pain or a loss. But perhaps we can realize that part of gratitude, that the part of gratitude, the, the, the state of being grateful, is that we can have these seasons of pain in our lives and know that God is with us. Isaiah said, called him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. That even in the midst of the pain, that we are still grateful to God for the ability to know that he is with us. That even in the midst of the circumstances, that we can know that God is with us. And as we lock in that mentality that no matter where I am or where I be, that if God is with me, I can be thankful because God is with me. And so as we are looking at this, this writing in 1 Thessalonians, when Paul was writing to the Thessalonian church, the, the main theme was that Jesus is returned. Jesus is coming back again. And he's telling them when he returns, the dead who have believed in Christ will rise and, and join the living to meet the Lord in the air. However, unbelievers will experience God's wrath while believers will inherit salvation, the separation from the very presence of sin. So as we prepare for this great day, Christians are called to be holy and blameless. Now, holy and blameless is based upon God who is faithful, who will produce in them the holiness that he requires. So just as God's love commands us to be thankful, we can also be thankful for what the work that he does in us to grow us and to set us apart. <laughs> now, 
Now, here comes the curveball. How might it be God's will for us to be thankful in all circumstances? How can that be? Sometimes we see redemption and restoration of, of lost things, and sometimes we don't. But we do know God is with us to the end. And so we, we can see how God is working in the midst of what looks like a tragic situation. And, and because we're thankful that he's with us, we can go through the tragedy of that situation. And on the other side, God can show us his glory. He can reveal to us his power. He can open up the eyes of our understanding so that we can see his interworking in our lives. And so we have to step back sometimes and, and, and look at, in the midst of all this that I'm going through, I still trust God. I still know that God is with me. Although the pressures are coming from both sides and from the top and from the bottom, I still can thank God that he is with me. Last week I, I uh, quoted this song that said, don't let your problems get you down. Don't let your situations make you frown. Don't let the Bad times get the best of you. Hold on tight and, and you just walk on through. And sometimes it might be hard to see your way. But in the end, we know that if we are in God and we trust God, that everything is going to be all right. And because we know that things are going to be all right, we can, in the midst of it, be grateful that God is on our side, that God is with us. Even when it feels like he has left us, he says he'll never leave you nor give up on you. He will never forsake you. And so I want to very quickly today, I, I'm, I'm trying not to hold you long, and just, but listen, listen to this. If we can grab hold of this mindset that if we practice this repetition of being grateful, it will cause the thing that is trying to put us down to lose the strength that it has to hold us back. Because gratitude is the antidote to anxiety. You can't be grateful and anxious at the same time. Because you're looking at the good side of the thing, and you can't be looking at the bad side of the thing at the same time. You gotta look at one or the other. So gratitude moves us out of an anxious, worrisome place, and, and it can even keep us from falling into despair because God, in the midst of all this craziness, I know you're with me. I know you're working out something. I don't understand what you're working, but I'm trusting that you're working. And I'm going to celebrate. I'm thankful for what I have. I'm thankful for what 
you are keeping me from that I'm not ready for. I'm just thankful that you're watching over me and that you're performing in me what is necessary for me to be more like you. Now, the reason I want us to learn this now in our How to Be Thankful series is because it is not time to learn it when you're in the middle of it. You got to learn it before you get in it so that when you get in it, then you can go ahead and apply it. But it's very hard to learn something when you're in the middle of something. And we're not talking about you putting on rose-colored glasses and saying everything is great. It's us being acknowledging God, he says, if you'd acknowledge him in all your ways, then he will direct your path. Yes. Then he tells us that there is no temptation that is common to man, but with any temptation that he's going to provide a way out. Now, if we understand what the word of God is telling us, it is this. That whatever situation you're in, if we acknowledge God and we uh, acknowledge him in our lives, that he will show us how to get through the temptation. He will show us how to have victory over the temptation. And it's so funny what just ran through my mind was the three Hebrew boys. And they told the king, they said, listen, king, check this out. We're not bowing, number one. Number two, we ain't bowing. And number three, we ain't bowing. And he said, well, I'm going to throw you into this furnace. And they said, well, number one, God can deliver us from the furnace. Number two, he may not deliver us from the furnace, but we'll still be delivered from you. Okay. Number three is we still not bound. And so they had this mindset that God is with them. And because they had the mindset of God is with them, when they got thrown into the furnace, the king should have realized something initially. The first thing he should have realized is when the guys that threw the Hebrew boys into the furnace died, and the boys didn't die, he should have realized something. Then, when he looks in the furnace and he says, I thought we only threw three in there, why do I see four? See, that should have told you something else. Then he look, tells them, hey, why don't y'all come out? And then they come out of the furnace and don't even smell like smoke. Why? Because God can do super in a natural situation. He can take it and cause it to change to another situation. And if we can trust God to do that for them, we need to be able to trust him to do it for us. Now, again, they didn't believe that during the day that the king called them, this was a buildup. This was a practice of the repetition of calling on God before then. So when they got into the situation, it was just natural for them to call on God, and God came to see about them. So giving thanks in all circumstances is it, it, a practice. It's a discipline. To let us know that we are aligning ourselves up with God instead of aligning ourselves up with the adversity of the situation. I'm thanking God. I'm letting God know that I, 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 I 
Thank you for seeing that I can go through this situation. Although everything's telling me I'm not going to make it through, I'm trusting you, God. I'm knowing that you're going to bring me through it. I don't know how you're going to bring me through it. All I know is I trust you. All I know is I'm confident that you are going to do something great in my life through this situation. I thank you for selecting me. I thank you for watching over me. I thank you for going before me. I just want to thank you. Yes, yes. And even though we don't understand the purpose that God is doing all this in our lives, the one thing that we can do is thank him for being with us. We preached a message a while back and we talked about how this man had this dream of walking on the sand. And him and Jesus were walking on the sand together. And there was times as he looked across the footprints, he saw one set of footprints. And he looked back and he said, whenever I was, had the, whenever there was only one set of footprints, was some of the worst times in my life. And so he caught an attitude. And he said, Jesus, why you leave me hanging? In these times in my life. And Jesus said. Oh no that's not how it was. Those were the times. That I carried you through. The situations. And so we have to realize. Because he says he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He'll always be with us. That sometimes that it's just good to know. That he's carrying us through. And we should acknowledge him. That he's carrying us through. Be thankful so that we can know how to go forward. One of my favorite authors, C.S. Lewis, wrote in his book, A Grief Observed. He said, God has not been trying an experiment on my faith or love in order to find out their quality. He knew it already. Mm, yes. It was I who did it. In this trial, he makes us occupy the dock, the witness box, and the bench all at once. He always knew that my temple was a house of cards. His only way of making me realize the fact was to knock it down. Sometimes our suffering enables us to see that we're, what we're really made of and what we value. It is grace to see ourselves as we are and to begin to find God sufficient for his steadfast love endures forever. Y'all remember that? For his steadfast love endures forever. He's always there with us. He's always, it's us sometimes that think that this shouldn't be happening to me because I'm this, that, or the other. But God is saying, don't worry about what you are. Trust in me and me only and I will keep you in every situation. I'm almost done. So giving thanks, giving thanks in everything is different from giving thanks for everything. Giving thanks in everything is different from giving thanks for everything. As we said in our definitions, the word in is a preparation preposition indicating situation or place with respect 
to surrounding environment, encompassment, etc. The preposition for is a preposition indicating that in consideration of, in view of, or with reference to, which anything is done or takes place. So as we look at the difference between, we can say that when I'm giving thanks in, that means that although all this is happening around me, my focus is not what's happening around me. My focus is in God taking me through the situation. When I say uh, giving thanks for everything, I'm not going to give thanks because I'm going through this situation because I don't want to be in this situation. I ain't thankful for not having enough money. I'm not thankful for not being able to pay a bill. I'm not being thankful for not having enough to eat. But what I can be thankful is that in the middle of this, God is able to keep me. We'll catch it tomorrow. Because sometimes we, we talk to ourselves and we tell ourselves, how can I be thankful for this? I'm not talking about be thankful for this. I'm talking about because you're in this, to be thankful to God who will be with you in all things. If you acknowledge him in all your ways, he will direct your path. He will be with you. He is Emmanuel, which means God with us. His responsibility to us is to keep us and to perfect us so that we operate in a mindset that gives him glory. Because when you glorify God, he begins to cause good to happen in your life. Now, the definition of good may not be your definition of good. Because sometimes God's definition of good is a pruning process and our definition of good is to just do whatever we want to. And so we got to realize that sometimes when God is working good in us, that he is cutting off some things. He is yes. maneuvering some things. He's positioning some things. And that's why it's important for us in the midst of these processes that we are acknowledging him, thanking him for selecting us in order to go through these situations. We talked about the X method of prayer, where we adore God and we, we confess to God. And then the next thing, the T, was giving God thanks. Thanksgiving. Because it is important for us to acknowledge that it is not us that is, are able to bring about the good that we think that we need. It's him who's able to provide us with good. The Bible says, if you who are a man knows how to give good things to your children, how much more would your heavenly father look to give good things to you? And so we have to wrap our mind around the fact that when I am in the midst of a situation that I can give thanks. I'm not thankful for the situation because the for means that the, the, the situation is influencing me. But I'm giving thanks in the situation because my focus is not necessarily the situation. It's in him that's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that I can ask or think. According to the power that's working in me. And so 
doing this, have practicing this repetition, giving God thanks continually because this is his will concerning us in Christ Jesus. If you remember, we talked about that uh, the first thing we should be doing, we should always be rejoicing, and we should be praying without ceasing, and we should give thanks in all circumstances. Why? Because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Always rejoicing in what God's doing. Always talking to God about what's going on and thanking him for all the circumstances, in all the, not for the circumstances, but in all the circumstances, because this is his will for us in Christ Jesus. Because that is how we get the victory in him. With that being said, if you do not have a relationship with Jesus, and you do not have a a, uh, uh, a way or a, a conduit by which you can operate in the how to be thankful philosophy or mentality. Because the first and most important thing is to acknowledge that in yourself that you are insufficient in order to make yourself joyful. Happiness depends on happenings, on the things that are happening around you. Joy is based upon you having a knowledge that there's something greater in you that is able to take you to a place that is greater than your current situation. So if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, let me tell you, take, walk you through this process. The process is a simple process. It's, the Bible says it like this, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. That word saved means rescued or delivered. What are you being rescued or delivered from? You're being delivered from the penalty of sin. The penalty of sin is death. However, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. The Bible goes on to say, for with the heart one believes and is justified. And with the mouth one confesses and is saved. The Bible also says that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved, rescued, delivered. It's not a hard process, and you cannot do anything in order to prepare yourself for salvation. There's no preparation that you can do. What you need to do is make the decision and confession. Now, this is, a, this is the second part of this. This is not an individual thing. This is actually a team event. We are willing, we are honored to come alongside you and assist you along this journey. We want to help you. We want to assist you. And if you're here in the sanctuary, we are here for you. If you are there, wherever you're watching us from, we will assist you also. In order for us to assist you, please contact us. Contact us at info at God's House CC. Dot com. That's info at God's house cc.com. Or 
You can text us at 864-920-0100. That's 864-920-0100. We will get back with you. We'll assist you along this journey. We will go on this journey together so that you can have the abundant life that God wants you to have. Well, friends and family, that is episode number two in the books. In our series, How to Be Thankful, today we talked about the practice of the repetition. The practice of the repetition. Thank God being thankful in every situation at every moment. Well, until next week, God's blessings be upon you in Jesus' name. Amen.